This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. It's too quiet. Alice Cooper? On today's show, the guys talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of summer conferences, continued student and teacher engagement through the vacation season, and what you can do about it. We'll have music from our featured artist of the week and more, and that's all up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio, radio radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. I'm one of your hosts, David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Hey, how's it going? It's going to be a great show. It is going to be awesome. School's almost out. We've prepared a special summer EdTech show for you. <laughs> That's right. Mr. Spock, get it together. Set phasers to stun. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Set phasers to summer. That's right. Summer, summer, summertime. Hey, it's going to be a good show today. Hey, check us out on the web at www.edutechguys.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash edutechguys. Heck, just go to Google, type in edutechguys, and you're going to find us. Yeah, man. We are everywhere. We're, We're everywhere. everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Those edutech guys are everywhere. Yeah. Man, awesome stuff. Yep. Getting ready to round down school, wind it up, put it in a box, tape it up, and ship it off for the summer. <laughs> I'm so ready. I don't even want to see school. No, I'm going to be here, so there's no, no yeah, way out of that one. Yeah, but we, we don't really get off. Uh, we, we, we don't get out of school for the summer. Maybe that's what's wrong with us. We, we're 12-monthers. <laughs> well, there's there's it, a lot wrong with us. <laughs> I meant just, well, you you have a point there. You actually have a point yeah. there. Yep. Um, we're going to be a great show. We're going to talk a little bit about how we feel about summer conferences and maybe engaging your students and teachers during the summer. That's right. Hopefully going to give you guys a lot of food for thought. And since we can't go home and have a good summer, we don't want you to have one either. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wow. Okay. Didn't see that one coming. Hey, we'll drop out to a quick commercial. We'll be right back after these announcements from the EduTech Guys. Thanks for listening to EduTech Guys. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTech Guys. Head over to Facebook, facebook.com slash EduTech Guys. Or cruise on over to the website, www. .edutechguys.com. All right, there we go. Um, 
let's let's just hop into it, man. Let's get into. Uh, we've got a lot of things we're going to talk about, so we're going to start off with the good, the bad, and the ugly of summer conferences. So first of all, you can uh, reach out to us. Uh, on Twitter, use hashtag ETG chat or reach out directly at EduTech guys. Are you going to summer conferences? Anyone out there? If you're listening and you're going, let us know. I'm going to summer conferences, yeah. David. <laughs> 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 no, you know, this we were talking about this the other day, and David and I have been to a lot of conferences. A lot. And yeah. we're going to a lot of conferences. And yep. we do we work a lot of conferences and we teach workshops at a lot of conferences. So exactly. we've kind of been, you know, we've we've held conferences. We've mm-hmm. we've been on every side of it. And you know, there's the thing, and I would say of the probably hundreds of co- educational conferences that go on um, every year, you know, the majority are held in the summertime, but they go on year round. Right. But you know, the summertime is that part where you're trying to get those PD hours, and so you know, that's the first thing. Why are you going? Right. Are you going for PD hours? Are you going for you know true development and growth? You know, are you just going for this is a good vacation? Hey, listen, it's in San Diego and it's three days. I'm, you know, I'm going to take that trip and go out there. Right. But yeah, you know, I think that's the first thing you have to ask yourself why you're going. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if if it's just a network, great. If you're going mm-hmm. in with a plan, then go in with a plan, but make something of it. I think. I think that's a big deal. Like you, you know what you do at conferences. Well, right, but um. I- I wanted to get back to the when we were talking about you know the reason you know why and and I and I, I'm not sure a lot of people stop and think about that you know like you said you know are, are you there for just the PD hours because you're required to have so many hours a year and so you're going to this conference just so you can say you were there and get the hours and call it good and and walk away or like you said you know how many folks go to in air quotes a conference in order to really have a vacation. Right. Right. Um, you know, and, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that in itself is necessarily a bad thing. Um, well, yeah, I actually, I am. I, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing. That's, that's not a good reason to go to a conference, but there's also no reason why you couldn't wrap a vacation into it. I mean, that is certainly part of the appeal of where these conferences are located. Sure. Yeah, I you, agree. Know, you know, that, I think that's part of the reason why you have a conference like ISTE, that moves around every year, um, partly because uh, you know they're able to get people from those particular regions a lot easier. You know, uh, budgets are tight and all that stuff, so it's it's hard for some folks to be able to get away. Like if it was in San Diego and you're you know in San Antonio, well, that's a little tough. Right. But uh, so I think that's a, that's a part of it. I think also um, I think that's one of those things where it also helps. Um, folks, you know, this year it is in San Antonio. So, you know, if you've never been, then yeah, heck yeah, make part of that, make part of going to the conference part of your vacation. You know, so you're going to go to the conference, but then you're also going to do the touristy kind of things. You know, check out the Alamo and the Tower of the Americas and all that kind of stuff that they have down there, the River Walk. So, um, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing unless that is really you're you're hiding the fact that you're going to this conference, you're hiding the fact that really it's just a vacation. Right. Well, you know, the one piece of advice I could give you when you're deciding on why you're going is most likely you had to convince someone above you to let you go, to approve it or pay for it or all of the above. So take that one thing to heart. If you Mm -hmm. gave them something and you were serious about it and stick to it, if you gave them something just to get there, when you get there or in your prep to get there, since most conferences now have a great app or at least a good guide online so you can prep yourself before it, pick that one thing. 
Yeah. You know, pick something that you're going for that you're going to try. If it's just networking, great. Just network. Meet teachers and educators from all over the country, all over the world, and then use that, you know, as your Swiss Army knife when you get back so that you have something to do with. Which brings us to, you know, um, what are you bringing back? Right, exactly. And, and then now coming around full circle to what you were trying to get me to talk about before. Yeah. One of the things that I do when I go to a conference, uh, I actually post my um, – my notes to my blog. Uh, and, and then I share that blog with my bosses. I mean, you know, and what's one of the things that I like about it is when I'm in a session, I'm blogging during the session. And and I say blogging, I I really use that term loosely. I I am really, I'm taking Taking notes. notes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So a lot of my, a lot of my conference blog posts are very, you know, note taking looking. I mean, they're, they're very, they're very to the point, you know, here's this, 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 and we did this, but for me, one of the things that I that I try to do, and I don't do this all the time, it, a lot of it depends on what the content is or whatever, but uh, I like to start those posts with what's the name of the session that I went to, uh, why did I choose that session, and then my notes are what did I get out of that. And then a lot of times what I'll do is I'll actually write a summary. So you see the name of the session, why I chose that session, or what I hope to get out of it. Then you see the notes, and at the end, here's kind of the wrap-up. Here's what my takeaway was. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I said, I mean, and as soon as I'm done with that session, because I've been typing it all in, I hit post, it's gone, I go to the next session. Yeah. My boss can, if, if, if she subscribes to that particular feed, can get an instant notification and say, hey, David just posted uh, on the blog. You know, he, he, he posted on his blog and here's the title. I went to this session, blah, right. blah, blah. And, and, and I like to do that for as many sessions as I go to, partly because I go to a lot of sessions when I go to a conference. So I forget. I mean, really, you know, some of these conferences are laid out where you're going, you know, every hour for six, eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes uh, you go, you attend, you know, little quick sessions, like a 20 minute kind of a poster session type thing here or a 15 minute, you know, almost like a Ted talk type thing. And that doesn't necessarily stick with you as you've been at a conference six to eight hours a day for four days out of the week, you know, that 15 minute segment kind of gets lost in there unless, you know, you're taking notes or something. And I just, I prefer to be able to post that out because it shows the people back home that approved the fact that I could go to this that they're getting their money's worth. Remember, yeah. they, they're they the ones putting up all this money for you to go to this. They want to see what the return is. Yeah, and that's, you know, I think the real interesting thing that's happening now with conferences is they're getting smarter about what they're offering. Um, there needs to be uh, strands, and that's mm-hmm. the best way it needs to be played. Fetzi does it. Um, ISTE does it. They have strands. Um, because... You don't need to be going to a conference every hour for six to eight hours. I mean, a workshop every hour for six hours a day. Right. That's that's right. a waste of your time, their money, your money, everybody's you know, business. <laughs> I mean, because you're not getting that in-depth specific thing. Yeah. That thing every every teacher is looking for in a research paper. Get specific for me. Great. Well, let's do that in education. Mm-hmm. So your best bet is to go ahead and, you know, Pre-trip, pre-trip your trip, pre-plan your trip, 
pick what you're going to do, and then start looking for the hashtags, looking for the user groups, looking for the meeting groups so that you can spend the rest of that time. You might go to two one-hour sessions in a day, but if you spend the rest of that day going to the vendor's areas, dealing with what you're doing, mm -hmm. and then you know networking with other educators that are in the same thing that you just saw in the conference. Right. You know, sitting down, having a coffee and talking and getting to know them, you know, building maybe a, a, a chat hashtag on your own. Right. That kind of thing. Yes. The other thing is don't do anything unless you're going to bring it back and you're going to improve your teaching and then show how it's going to improve the student's learning. Yeah. If, if you're just going to learn to draw posters, why? Yeah. How are you going to turn whatever you're doing into something that you're going to do with your students in your classroom? So if it is, like you said, you know, if it is making posters, then what are you going to do with it? Come back and make posters. Right. And, and, you know, there's the kicker. Is to that, what end? Right. You know? and, and, and going into conference season, going into any conference, any time of the season, especially summer, you know, you're going to have to engage yourself pretty heavily. Mm -hmm. because you're going to have to prep yourself up to it, especially if it's not until the end of June. Right. And you've been out of school for two weeks, so your family hit the Disney vacation or Six Flags or whatever a week before you leave. Yeah. So you're not really in that zone anymore. You've left, you've left the classroom. You're not in the zone. So you need to prep yourself to get ready for that conference, and then you've got to keep yourself engaged after it. And that's a really big deal. I'll tell you what we'll do is we'll drop out to a quick commercial, and we'll come back. And we'll discuss maybe that engagement when you get back from that conference. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to EduTech Guys. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to EduTechGuys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys or head over to EduTechGuys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring EduTechGuys to your school. Great conversation I think we're having today talking about your summer, the good, the bad, and the ugly of That's summer right. ed tech. And exactly. uh, we were just discussing about conferences and why you go and what you need to do and what we would suggest you do. We're not the be-all, end-all. We're not definitely pros at it, but we have been to a lot of them. Yeah. And uh, we just want to help you out. But you know, the interesting thing about those summer conferences, any conferences, what are you bringing back? Yep. And how are you going to engage the students and engage your teachers if you're if you're of that uh, administrative level that you've got to get your teachers engaged? Well, and this is a great time to look at it. It's summertime. You just had a group of outgoing students that trust me, you need to keep them engaged. They're going right. to be somebody else's students down the road, even if they're graduating. It's good to try to engage your students over the summer. And you've got a new group of kids that are about to come in. Right. So you have the opportunity to kind of post plan, post work it out and pre work it out. So you can, you know, you might be able to do that in one fell swoop in one, say, Google Classroom. Yeah. So, you know, that's a great way you're serving two groups. So why not? You know, what do you do to keep them in the game? So why not create a Google Classroom for over the summer? Uh, we'll talk about this here in just a bit in the Google Tip recap. But, you know, now Google Classroom is open for anybody. So you can use a personal Google account. You can do anything you want to. So the kids can actually join anything. It doesn't have to be tied through the school if you don't want it to. That's cool. But, you know, if you create a Google Classroom, then there's a ton of stuff you can do to keep your students engaged. 
um, over the summer. Um, we've made a little list. We'll, we'll kind of go through them. You want to you want to you want to start off? Yeah, um, you can use uh, Remind 101 mm, uh, if you're one. a user of that and and send out notifications to students uh, about uh, just, uh, I mean, whatever, you know, uh, something that is related to a topic that you covered uh, in the previous school year mm-hmm. or as Jeff was talking about, you know, for your incoming students, uh, if, if you happen to already know who they are, uh, then and, and you get them send, set up on uh, Remind 101, then you could be uh, posting things out to that about some of the things that they will be doing uh, or, or things for them to think about as they come into the class. Yeah, I mean, with Remind 101 and say other social media, Twitter, you know, maybe you have a Facebook page for your class or, mm-hmm. you know, your department or something like that. Um, just for Remind 101, just do um, current events that yeah. maybe tie into what you're doing just maybe once a week. Hey, did you see this article? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or don't forget when school starts in August, you should have read you know, a tale of two cities or whatever needs to go right, down. Exactly. Great way to use it. Um, and that takes us to a summer reading list. There's nothing wrong with a summer reading list. No. And in this day and age, it doesn't necessarily have to be the red badge of courage and a tale of two cities. It could be read this blog or read right. this website or just follow Google's education blog. Or, you know, why don't you take a look at this? That's where Remind 101 and the social media really come in handy to remind these kids that, you know, make a graphic, use Canva.com or use Adobe Spark, make a graphic, say, hey, don't forget to read this blog and post it on Instagram, you know, post yeah. it on the, the Snapgram or the Instachat, whatever you have. <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah, man, yeah, that is very cool. But, you know, one of our favorites that uh, I'll let David take this is one of our favorites is well you know and one of the things you could do is you could create super small weekly podcasts with various challenges if you want to incorporate the challenge part of that um and so you know again these are these are super small podcasts so something that it could literally be just you coming on for two minutes with your you know just recording a thing and saying hey do you know whatever the challenge might be i challenge you to find a and think about it. This is any, you know, think about the grade levels you're dealing with. But, you know, it's right. any any basic challenge. You know, let's do, hey, create a, a five-word poem using words you find on street signs or on your trips during vacation. You know, that would be, take yes. pictures of them and put them together, you know, and make it that way. The cool part there is that you're challenging them through a podcast. They're going to listen, you know. Play them some music. Do whatever you got to do to get them on the podcast. Ask them to maybe one challenge is, hey, I'm going to open this up on Google Classroom. Submit your best 15 or 20 or 30 second reading of this or that. Are you doing this music? Are you rapping about this? And then you get to choose the top three and you play them on the next podcast. So the kids would love that kind of stuff. And one of the really cool things about that is let's talk about badges. Everybody loves badges. So make some summer badges. Go to the sites where you can make your badges and make some cool marshmallow s'more, summer campfire, (laughs) diving board, you know, something badges out there to keep the students engaged throughout the summer. I think that would be a really, really fun one. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And, 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 it would let your students, and again, of course, you know, it varies with, you know, grade levels and subject matters and all that. But still, you could create incentives for those students 
who really, really love that whole gamification thing to earn badges throughout the summer. And then, hey, the best part is cash them in for those students coming into your class that, you know, you get so many badges, you start the class with five extra bonus points or 10 extra bonus points or this much time doing this activity on the 3D printer or, you know, reading out loud in class or whatever. You know, David's right. Incentives would be perfect and use badges so that during the summer, the parents are also seeing something going on and the kids are posting it. Other students see it. That's a really big one. Yeah. Uh, one that I think would be great, and we're going to talk about a little later in the Google Tip of the Week recap, is Google Expeditions. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, a lot of folks don't take big vacations. and you know, They're home for the summer. Sure. They don't have to be. Not yeah. with not with Google VR, mm-hmm. not with Google Expeditions. So you can start setting up weekly, even daily VR expeditions. Uh, we're going to give you some information here at the end that's going to give you more than enough <laughs> yes. expeditions to do one a day so that your kids can actually have some really fun and uh, do that kind of stuff. And now that gets you into a really interesting thing. So, you know, in the old days, it was the first thing you did when you got back to, to school was, you know, write that essay on what you did this summer. Yes, yes. Well, this really takes that one out, knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you do this summer? Well, I visited uh, the Taj Mahal and then I went to Paris and jumped off the Eiffel Tower and viewed it all the <laughs> way down. And, you know, I mean, I parachuted off the, you know, the mm-hmm. face of the Washington Monument and, you know, I mean, pretty interesting stuff that could be done there for writing lessons. Well, and one of the things, uh, and I, and I I've mentioned this before, but there's a, a Google group, uh, a Google Plus group that's uh, called um, Connected Classrooms. And forgive me if that's not exactly the way that's worded. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot that out to you. But one of the things that is posted there frequently as a reminder is uh, there's an African safari that runs um, several days a week, twice a day. And that's it, it, that's really what it is. Uh, it's done live. And they, ha- they actually have two... Uh, field guides, for lack of a better description, who are in Jeeps and they have cameras and they drive around and they look for wildlife and they talk about the, you know, the different plants and trees. And uh, in fact, uh, not long ago, I had watched one and uh, there was there's a guy and a girl and I I, forgive me, I don't remember their names, Um, but uh, the the woman was uh, watching I think she was watching some kind of a cat-like creature. <laughs> and, I mean, it wasn't like a tiger. It was something I wasn't familiar with. A lemur. Something. Come on. I don't know. Just, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, but anyway, <laughs> it was kind of off in the distance. And then um, and, and then the guy was – he was actually – he actually found uh, a pride of lions. And so and, – and it's all, you know, live and it's all there. So, wow. you know, when lions start coming or the elephants start coming, you know, they have to move. They got to, you know, move yeah. their vehicles. And it, it got – I mean, it gets a little crazy. But it's all done live and it's very, very cool. Now, the other, the other part of that is if you're a teacher and you actually uh, work with them, if you schedule the time ahead of time, they will actually ask – your students questions they will take questions from the students but and they shout out your school so they'll be like hey hope public schools you know we appreciate you tuning in and thanks for these questions that's really cool it's awesome well and part of that whole google vr thing is is finding um a viewer Yes. So, you know, you can help your kids get that. All you have to do there is go to vr.google.com slash cardboard, and they'll actually tell you how to find a viewer, how to, to get a viewer, how to get one of their cardboards. Um, a lot of them, a lot of places give them away for free at this point, yeah. and they'll mail them to you. But you can actually build your own once you get the parts for next to nothing. 
Um, so, you know, there it is. You got to have a device, which you know, at least one smartphone in the family that the students could use mm-hmm. over the summer. But I mean, that does make it a little more logistically difficult, but it shouldn't be too bad. No. And, and, and actually a lot of the, con- the connected classroom stuff, like even that safari thing, you didn't, you didn't even need a VR viewer for that. You it's just, not, it's not 3D on. or anything. It's yeah. just, you just go. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a. I don't know what you a two D you know television like type thing. That's cool, but it's live. It's, it's very very cool. So anyway. I, we we highly recommend uh, Google Expeditions, and, yeah. and we're going to talk a little bit more about them here in just a little bit when we get to the. Uh, there's a little little surprise down the road. There you go, and then a couple other things you can do to keep your to keep yourself engaged and possibly get your students engaged. Uh, things like Twitter chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, find find various topics <clears throat> um, and. And join in with the uh, various uh, Twitter chats yep. to and that. I would I would say that's probably more for you as as an instructor, as an educator, than the students. Although I'm I'm sure they have Twitter chats that are aimed sure. around students too. Yep. But uh, that's one of the ways. You know, we love participating in various. Uh, Ed chats and every state has their own Ed chat or multiple Ed chats uh, that you can find on Twitter. Uh, there are also other topics that, uh, you know, um, sp- uh, I know there's a sped talk uh, and it's all about special ed uh, and, and that's all they do. It, and so every week they have, you know, five or six questions that they put out and everybody has a discussion about those particular topics in that specific area. Yeah. Encourage your educators and your teachers and your friends to, to find one this summer and just yeah. maybe just one. You know, mm-hmm. it's only going to be weekly, but it's going to give you the opportunity to really reach out and, and network with mm-hmm. uh, other educators around the world and around the country. Yeah. Other thing you can do, uh, and this is both for students and teachers, is you can Skype, you can Zoom, you can Google Hangout, you can do pretty much any of that for summer discussions. That can be departmental with uh, your colleagues. That can be much like a, a Twitter chat. You could invite folks from other areas around the country and the world. You could actually invite your students in once a week, you know, yeah. once every two weeks and have just a get together right there, you know, you know, cup of cup of Joe and <laughs> everybody grab a Coke and come to Miss Smith's classroom. We're going to be online on Google Hangouts yeah. um, just to catch up, just to keep those students engaged with you and engaged in learning. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Just to make them excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so there it is. Uh, there, There's our idea for some summer ed tech. You know, we'll do some more probably. We'll be here all summer. Yeah, I'll be right here. So. <laughs> I'll be right here Rem- all summer. Long. Remember That's to right. tip your waitress. Uh, right. we'll, we'll be here all summer. That's right. Well, and since this is getting to the end of the school year, we all know that school's out for the summer. So, how about a little Alice Cooper? School's out.
All right, Alice Cooper and schools out for the summer here on Edu Tech Guys Radio. Good stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, you know, speaking of school being out, and and I'm just going to throw this out here, okay? I, you know, I have these random thoughts that pop in my head. <laughs> so I was listening to that, and that made me think of Pink Floyd, <clears throat> The Wall. You know, we don't need no education. Okay, I always thought... I, when I was younger, okay, I'm, I'm smarter now. I have learned the error of my ways. But when I was younger, I always thought that the one lyric in there was no dukes of hazard in the classroom. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, is that why they don't need no education? Because, you know, the dukes of hazard, I mean, they weren't all that, you know, they were rednecks. So, you know, I mean, and all the stereotypical stuff that goes with that. So that's I used to think that's kind of part of what the song is about. I couldn't figure out why this English band was singing about the dukes of hazard. So, <laughs> catch us. <laughs> Want to catch us this summer live? Want to see the Edutech guys in all their glory? <laughs> the first place you can find us is at the Innovation Institute. That's June 7th through 8th in Springdale, Arkansas. Oh, that's right. And then the next week, we will be at the Hot Springs Technology Institute in beautiful downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's June 12th through the 15th. Hey, I will be at ISTE this yeah. year, uh, June the 24th through the 29th. Yeah, that'll be uh, awesome. I'll be there a long time. And then uh, I've got confirmation. We will be at AESA in December, yeah. and that's in San Antonio. And then uh, we are also working with the folks at Fetzi. Uh, we'll be back in Fetzi so next January. We'll be back so. in Orlando. Those are the ones that are pre-booked right now. So. Yeah. This summer, though, you want to see us. There are some places you can find us. If you're coming to ISTE, definitely find me. I'll have my recorder on me. I'd like to interview you, tell you, let you tell your story and tell us about your ed tech journey and your journey through the great world of education. Exactly. And we're hoping... Hoping to be at Podstock in Wichita, Kansas. That's in July. July. Yeah, 12th through the 14th. We'll see about that one. Yep. Still working on that. But you know what time it is? <gasps> it's time for... I don't know why I started singing that part. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's the Google Tip of the Week. Sorry, man. I just can't. <laughs> the Google Tip of the Week. <laughs> hey, this is a recap for summer Google Tip of the Week. <laughs> First off, uh, remember Google Classroom is now for everyone. So anyone with a Google account can create a Google Classroom. You can use that for anything from church meetings to club organization meetings. You can build yourself classrooms until the cows come home. In fact, that's actually in the EULA. <laughs> In the, the end user agreement says something about cows coming cows home. No, but seriously, um, you want to have some fun. Teach your kids uh, to use their Google addresses to build their own classrooms. So when they're playing this summer and they're playing school, they can play school with Google Classroom. Hey, Get them ed tech ready, baby. That's right. There, you're modernizing playing school. <laughs> I, I remember when I just had you know a ruler and a pointy stick. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> David's having a good day. It's a good day for David today. It's a good day. All right. So uh, Google Expeditions, there's the other one. This is a recap for summer. This is a great time to, uh, it's like summer reading. It's time to find some good stuff. Well, Google Expeditions is the way to go. Two great links here. We've added a link for today just for you special folks. And the first one is uh, there's a great, the good doc had found this list for us some time ago. 300 items with lessons from Google Expeditions in a spreadsheet, in a Google Sheet that's out there shared. We'll drop the link out again. It'll also be in the show notes so you can find it there, but it'll definitely drop a link out. And then one of our new ones, which is really, really hot, is uh, you can now search Google Expeditions 
and I hope I get this name right, using Aquila Education, A-Q-U-I-L-A Education. You can search Google Expeditions by grade, subject, or location. They're offering that out right now. Um, you can actually get a subscription to it, but they do offer some great stuff right off the bat. When you go to their website, they will show you on a world map how many they have um, by location. That is really, really cool. Um, so it's a really neat place. Um, it's, they, they have a store. They're offering all kinds of great stuff. But as you go down, you'll notice that they'll have like an expedition name. They'll tell you the location. They'll give you the science titles, descriptions, the grades, and the subjects covered. So um, if you want to start using Google Expeditions in your classroom next year, right now is the time to start prepping up for that. Take them Use, use Aquila and use the 300 uh, spreadsheets to uh, the links on the spreadsheet to start uh, buffering up your lessons today. That is awesome. I think it's pretty cool. That one's really nice. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot to the website, um, you know, about the subscription and they, they have a store there. Um, I'm, they, they have a lot of VR stuff you can buy. So they, they're supplying VR kits and classroom kits and the whole thing also from there. So, it's pretty Man. much, you know, here's the stuff we sell, but now we're going to give you all these expeditions for free. That's very cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, been a pretty good show, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. I, you, you have to forgive me. I, I got puzzled. When you're looking at the world map, yeah. at the grand view, Australia is labeled as Oceania. But when you zoom in, it's Australia. Oh, Sorry, that's, that's, that's confusing my brain. I'm, I'm having a weird day. Are you having a weird day? <laughs> Should we let everybody go? Let's let them go. I don't know. We should keep them hostage for a little while longer. Hey, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time on the EduTech Guys. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site this program to those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all. all. But, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.